So like her last, 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 Coming from where we come from, you can't spell hustle without STL. What up, world? It's your boy Bobby, aka Mr. Five on One. And ladies, I'm here with your favorite fat boyfriend, my brother from another mother. Three one four Yogi, or just Yogi. I'm done putting the three one four in front of me. Y'all know where the hell I'm from now. Um, back at y'all again today, man. Uh, what a something special one. This is a highlight for uh, one of St. Louis's. Uh, I feel like kind of. I, I know he's known. But he's not known the way I need him to be known. Mm. Um, I feel like this is a very special talent coming out of St. Louis. Um, yep. Originally from Indiana, but maybe he roamed to St. Louis. And he, you know, In other just, words, man, we're talking about, in my opinion, even though it's from Indiana, he still rep St. Louis to the fullest. Definitely top five from St. Louis. Hell yeah. Indiana, Rome. My boy. I feel like man's is like the St. Louis version of Crit mixed mm. with a little bit of mm, he give you a little bit of Pimp C a little bit. A little bit of Pimp C. I can see that. A little for bit sure. Give me a mix of Crit and then um You know what, bro? Actually, sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. I would say Crit for sure. I I can see where you got the crit from. But what about Young Dolph? A little bit of Dolph, I guess. We got like a kind of nah. I wouldn't say Dolph as much. Okay, but I because when I listen to his music, you know, today we specifically we're really talking. We're going over his first uh, one, his first joints, uh, Dope Dealers, the yeah. first one. Um, Great I album. personally like the second one because that 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 shit was bumpy and the skits was hilarious, but uh. This one was a, is a classic in my book too. Facts. So, um, man, when I think about his music, though, I always get like a, he's a storyteller, mm-hmm. but he's got this. I'm a cool, laid back, fly nigga, yeah, type vibe. So, but the storytelling part, I get the I get a little bit of old school, no limit in there with some crit and then some Pimp C thrown in, right? And I'd be like, God damn. This motherfucker was bad. I, I, <clears throat> I didn't know we had anybody in the city like that until you had. We went to that show uh, for Scarface yep. in that year, year, and um, he was there. And I heard that uh, jealous ass bitch, mm-hmm. jealous ass yep, bitch. Yep, that hooker, bro. And I was like, what? And then uh, I went back and started looking him up, and then I heard was, I be in the hood like I'm Master P. And yep. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. This motherfucking nice. So let me go that's, back and dip into his catalog, and I, that's actually probably one of my top five favorite songs by him, yeah. Master P. I mean, even though we're specifically talking about this first album, and hopefully, maybe if you're down, we can talk about a second Dope yeah, Dealer album, which I'm totally down in. Indiana Rome, brother, we need you on an episode. Hell yeah! So, man, T Dubbo, Tefpo, if y'all hear this, we need Indiana Rome on here because that dude is something special. Man, but hey, hell yeah, man. I, I feel like when um you put me on to him, mm-hmm. I was super duper like happy because when I started listening, I was like, damn, now we got one of those artists that you can tell he's not afraid to be himself. Right. And he's it, it's for like every line is just genuine and thorough. 
Yep. It's like I don't detect any cap in this man rap at all. That's just not me like dick riding or hyping him up too much or anything like that. Sure. Like, no, nah, when you listen to him, you actually I can he's really panic a picture. It's like what J. Cole and yep. a lot of other artists do for me. Some other artists I can say a lot. When they rap, I'm really I'm literally quiet just listening to the lyrics and like I might be singing along in my head, but I'm picturing everything he's talking about. And just like like that masterpiece song, that shit yep. caught my attention. I was like, wait, what? But he's versatile though. You know what's crazy? I think now that we were talking about the masterpiece song, I think what it was, man, was um, we went to China King one night, and I think that's when I actually got you hooked on, got you hooked on to him. And maybe, and I think you were driving the yeah. whip. I think you were driving the whip. I'm like, bro, you gotta check this dude out. And then, and then I think Master P was playing, and then you got so hooked up to the hook, man. Yeah, because the hook yeah. caught me off guard. Yeah. I be in the hood like Master P, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a fucking minute. Like you hear. I've heard other guys like, you know, talk about Master P and shit like that, mm-hmm. or you know, reference him. But like the beat, yep, and then uh, the lyrics, yeah, they just went like perfectly for like that whole little setup, and then the video that he had that actually made it to MTV. Yeah, they. I remember one, which was fucking crazy. By the way, I was just looking, listening to his music one night. I was on one of my laptops. Mm-hmm. And all I heard was MTV, like, university or whatever they had for, like, the college students yeah, or some yeah, shit. Yeah. All I heard was, I be in the hood like a masterpiece. And I'm like, who the fuck? I turn around, I'm like, wait, what? And it just popped up on my thing out of nowhere. And I was like, damn, I didn't know he had a video to this shit. But he's been around for a minute, though, it Thanks. seems. Oh, shout out to him for going to Atlanta, bro, and, you know. Smart move. Getting his uh the placements, man. Smart move. One thing it's I want to say too. One thing I want to say too, man. Like, I think the top three things that caught my attention with him. Well, originally, let me tell you. I'm gonna tell you a little story about how I became a fan of his music. Okay. It was actually I'm gonna give credit. I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. Shout out to Slumfest, but more specifically, uh, shout out to my big brother Rally B, because he's the one who actually uh, told me about him, and I saw him perform for the first time. I can't remember exactly what venue it was, but this was back in, like I said, this was back in like 2013, 2014, when I first heard about this dude, and and uh, Riley actually introduced me to him in person, mm. and so what happened was, I, man, I was just so caught off guard with like just his performance, and I actually, at the time, you know, I carried cash before I started uh, using my credit card and all that, Yeah. but um, I had about 10 bucks um, in my wallet, and that's how much he was selling as a that's how much he was selling the CDs for. And at the time, you know, I actually was a big collector of uh, physical CDs. Yeah. And, you know, I got to support talent, especially if they're independent. You know, and I, I feel like I would have paid 20 if I would have had it at the yeah. time. But, yeah, I'm like, yo, my man, can I um, get a copy of your CD? And he showed me love. He gave me a copy. And I gave him, you know, 10 bucks that he rightfully deserved. And I got hooked up to this album for, like, two weeks. There were the three things that caught, my, that caught me off guard when I was listening to this album. Because I was driving the whip for, like, two weeks. <laughs> and... He's very versatile. Yeah. Very versatile. Now, his production choices, which I want to get into more specifically, dog, when I'm, bro, these production choices, he actually produced, I think, most, if not all, of this album that we're going to talk about. The beats he chooses, period, yes. for me, be just like, why is this man so far ahead, bro? That's what made me like. Him and Big Crit, if they were collaborating, nigga. Dog. Bruh, do you know how like that would be? That would be something. That'd be fire. Like I was I, saying earlier, if I if he could collab, like you just said, 
He, yeah. If he clapped with Crit and Dub clapped with Nipsey, like St. Louis would have been in like a right, would be in like a totally different place. Oh, they would have been talked about more than Chingy and Nelly. But because of, for I sure. just, I don't know. I just feel like it's certain moves you can make that can move the culture along in your area. But um, yeah, you didn't get to the third thing. Though. Yeah, the third thing was, I think you kind of mentioned this earlier, but you could just tell how passionate he is. Yeah, and his delivery. Yeah, you can tell that this is something he's been involved with for a while, and it's it's really written from the heart. It comes from like a genuine place, so his bars they sound genuine. Yeah, when you hear them. So like I was thinking, um, that uh, I know we talking about dope. There was let me go back. Let me. You good? Like what song was it? Like three cell phones, right? Mm. That's like an anthem for me, bro. When he performs that live, when he performs that live, the whole crowd goes wild every single time. Even though people have never heard of him. Mm-hmm. The crowd goes wild. I remember that perfectly. When you, uh, Brian Stewart, who he had singing on some of his uh, songs, I kind of, he probably don't remember, but he was tied in with my cousins a long time. They was trying to rap and get together. But I thought, I think them though, like Vega Heartbreak and him, they had some songs together on like the first album yeah. and the second one. Where I feel like they was they paired really well together. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> Well, Three Cell Phone was actually especially one of my top three favorite songs off the album. Yeah. But another one of my favorite songs is uh, Scholarship with him, St. O, and uh, Vega Heartbreak. Yeah. It was just, Vega Heartbreak on that hook was just, man, I honestly couldn't see, couldn't hear anybody better than him on that hook. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, though? I, I really like when uh, he clicks up with Tef Poe, another single was great. For sure. Anytime they click up, I know I'm finna get some rugged fuck you. We them boys. We outside. Let me or St. Louis. St. Louis. Like, yeah. this is what the real St. Louis is like. Let me tell you about it. Um, what was the song? Uh, it's on here, actually. I mean, Feel Alive was really cool. That's a per- That was a great outro. I like that. That, that was a great way to end that one. But, um, yeah, he's one of those artists, that, man. His versatility allows him to pair well. Oh, I think the song you might be referring to, and I could be wrong, but I think it was What Would Pimp C Do? And then I think I Hustle, I think it was the second part. It might be What, what Would Pimp C Do? Well, I think yeah. it was What Would Pimp C Do? <clears throat> R.I.P. to Pimp C, by the way. Yes, sir, Sweet Jones. Man, I want to talk about the very first song on that album, Yes, Lord. That was a <coughs> that was a great intro for that album. And I think that was just more of like a warm-up that makes the listener more engaged. Yeah. And like, okay, you know, he's just getting his starting point. But then when Tabernacle comes, it's like, oh, oh, he's for real. Like, yeah, like this like, dude is like, oh, it's on now. And it's that way with a lot of his music that I've kind of, like you hear, um, yeah. it's like, I won't say it's like a roller coaster ride, but it's like, mm-hmm. it, you got, it's going to start off subtle and then it go, it gets up, it gets, it's amped up, amped up. You're going to chill, you're going to get some cool shit, you're going to get some yeah. fly shit. You can get some real shit. Yep. And it's like, he don't miss, like, topics. Like, he don't, he covers damn near all the shit that I personally, like, you know, are looking, looking for wordplay, um, versatility. Right. And storytelling. Like, how good are you at those three things? I feel like that's definitely three things fundamental uh, for any artist to really, like, embody in their music. That'll learn, that'll captivate somebody who just now found out about you. Especially if you can really tell a story. You you know what amazes me, man, on like some of these songs on Dope Dealers, like his melodic approach mm-hmm. on some of them. Like 
man, there was a song I think we I talked about I talked about this with you before we uh before we got on air, before we were on air, but um I'm here. Mm. That song, like and like having that uh man just taking that melodic approach, man, like it actually works out for him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because not too many rappers can or not too many artists, I should say artists in general, can do that. Yeah, hey, hey. Like not too many can. Like big crit, like you know, and I, I like I said, I'm not a big fan of comparing artists. You know right. what I'm saying? But like in this case, you know, I'm gonna make an exception because big crit. You know, when you listen to big crit's music, he does take a lot of, you know, melodic approaches yeah. into his music, and that's what I feel like Indiana Rome does really well. And hopefully, when we, I got so many questions to ask this dude in person. When, yeah, when I'm still working on what I'm gonna ask him in fully because I'm, I'm, I definitely want to know about the process for making. Uh, this album, yeah, for and sure. the second one definitely because um, yeah. I liked how he incorporated the skits and shit into the into both of them. I'm not getting um, my sorry, I mean cut you off. I'm getting I'm not getting my hopes up, but I really wanted Dope Dealers three. He came out with Dealers in 2019, but that wasn't a really Dope Dealers three. That's what I mean, it wasn't yeah. Dope Dealers three, but right, yeah, right. Dealers was great. Uh, I, I really, hey man, Hey, I need a hockey jersey, bro. The Dealers hockey jersey, bro. He actually reached out back to you on Instagram. Yeah, and I yeah. forgot to respond back like a dumbass. And I was like, bro, I need one of them so bad. Bro, I need some merch too, man. I need to support like, this You dude. just point me to the link, bro, and I'm going to pay. Yeah, for I, sure. I need that, though. I definitely like supporting. Yeah, you know? we'll, we'll support you, man, 100%. Um, I had some. You know what? Three of his songs that mm-hmm. I think of a lot. That are my anthems. Wavy. Yeah. Wavy is my shit. Wavy is my shit. I've been feeling wavy lately. Yeah. I've been feeling wavy lately. Like that that shit. I wake up feeling like the man when I hear that shit in the morning sometimes. Uh Locomotive mm-hmm. was a really passionate, like a passion piece, but it was really fucking touching. Yeah. And it was like that's like when you like if you can make a really great motivational song, I'm really like locked in then. But like this this shit like like none other none other. But I do listen to the fly shit when you're talking about the strippers. Georgie's, that's my shit. Like before we hit the strip club, Bobby don't be with me. But if I'm with my cousins or somebody, somebody be in the strip club or something like that, they know damn well I'm gonna go up to the DJ and be like, hey look. I'm gonna need you to I do got, this I got my own lady, bro. That's why I can't go, go with you. Hey, I understand. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm gonna need you to do this. I got a ring on it. So Hey, you, you liked it so you saw you liked it, you put a ring on it. You was on your Beyonce. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do the same thing one day. But um right now, I'm gonna enjoy them strip clubs sometimes, every now and then. <laughs> uh but yeah, I'm gonna walk up to the DJ and be like, hey look. I know you finna. I know ain't nobody on stage right now. You just playing music, but I'm gonna need you to do this one favor for your boy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need you to go to your little computer right there, type in any in our own Georgies, and get to playing that shit. What happened one night? Them hoes got to shaking. I was like, God damn it! I need to be a promoter, nigga. Put me on somebody's A and R team or something. Bro, we gotta talk about. Just some of the female singers he be selecting. I like that. Uh, is it Najee? I don't want to say her name wrong, but I know her on that new song he got with Murphy Lee and uh, I, I forget the other guy's name. It's called Loyalty. Mm-hmm. But that that uh, 
that's my the girl singing on there and shit. The one woman that's always singing. Yeah, we, we gotta get this right. Uh, we gotta get this right, bro. Songs, man. I I be fucking with her heavy because I think she was, was on like a Netflix and chill joint. Was yeah. it? It wasn't Teresa Payne, wasn't it? It might be Teresa Payne. Okay, if it's Teresa Payne, bro, her voice. So motherfucking angelic. I be fucking with it. It's so goddamn calming. Yeah, it's Teresa Payne. It's Teresa Payne. It's yeah. Teresa Payne. Bro, shout to Teresa Payne, man. Because every time I hear her come on, I be like, nigga, I'm going to marry this woman. I'm just trying to chill. Sometimes she be making me nigga relax. Like, He's joking, y'all. He's joking. She is. What? No way. I think it's Teresa. Is it Teresa Janae? Shout out to Teresa Janae, too, man. She is a. Yeah, because she was on the Netflix and chill joint. But uh, both of them, shout out to both of them. I don't facts, know which one it is. But Your voices, like oh young my man, god, man. it oh, it's so comic. You know, thing. you know what's amazing too, man. When he picks, uh, when he collabs with these singers, like he, his voice actually, like both of them together, when, like when they sing together, it just blends in so well with the beat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like. It's like, uh, and like the thing that really made me make the crit comparison was if you listen to a lot of early crit mm-hmm. and you hear him, you hear a person that's super duper, like I keep pointing out genuine. Yeah. Like you can tell it's coming from actual experiences. Right. So like if you go to the, like I know we talking about the first album, but like I'm, I, I reference the second album because I listen to that a lot. Mm-hmm. So when I go to songs like Grow Up and I'm listening to him like rap, he really talking about shit that I can relate to. Yeah. Like I'm picturing again my childhood, everything that I was thinking. Right. He's really embodied that shit somehow. It just it, it was all in that song. And then Locomotive, right. you can hear the genuineness in that song. So I'm like, yeah, he's a really passionate person. He's really right. into what he does. Yep. So that makes me feel like I don't know how it might be a perfectionist, he might not, but you can tell that he he's a is per- timing and placing what he's putting he's, out. He is a great example of a hustler. Yeah. Hence why we call this the Thousand Podcast, man. ACL, you can't spell hustle without STL. Remember that all the time. Every time you look you think you hustling, you just need to yell out St. Louis just randomly. But uh Man. Like was man, another one of my favorite songs, man, on um Dope Dealer. The first one, man, I would have to say This is the life. I like it. This was the life. This is the life. Yeah. I like that. That was uh that was something crazy. Like I said, man, I mean I'm gonna pretty much say the same thing on like we've been talking about, but man, I just can't get enough of these guys beat this guy's beat choices, like real talk. Like the the production is always there and it's like as hell. You could tell how he takes his time. <clears throat> Yeah, it's never rushed. It's never rushed. Like, and it flows so well, and like how it progresses on each song. Like, that's what always gets me, gets to me every time I listen to this dude. They, um, yeah. I want this on vinyl too, by the way. If you can get this on, if I can get the first two on vinyl, I'll be set. I don't care what I gotta pay, bro. I'm gonna need you, big bro. I'm gonna need you. I'll pay 50. Bro, I'm not gonna, I'll pay $50. I need three St. Louis albums on vinyl right now. Don't stop at lights. Facts. Uh, actually, you know what? You can give me Mobstar Maniac 3. Did you have a chance to listen to that, by the way? Yep. What'd you think? I liked it. I got you hooked. I, I, I got like you hooked. That, bro. <laughs> I got you hooked. I'm like, man, let me get these. Like, if I really, really like your music and I be, I'm right. willing to go find it on vinyl, bro, 
that's how you know I'm a true fan, and I, no matter yeah. what you do, I ain't gonna not, I'm not gonna stop listening. Like I'm gonna always. I remember like after you let me hear, uh, you put me on to Indiana Room. Mm-hmm. I remember going back to Tennessee for a little while, like just ending the you know over the summer, just little random trips and whatnot. Yeah, and I'll be playing uh, three cell phones. Where the money at? Where the yeah. money yet? I heard Northside where they making all the money yet. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah, oh, that shit coming. I'm right. like, hey, they be down there turned. Like, who the hell is that? I'm like, that's the St. Louis artist, bro. Mm-hmm. That's Indiana Room. I done took this man music all through Memphis and shit and just be down there playing this shit randomly. Did you actually request it at one point for them to play it? Oh, man, like my uh, school's homecoming, I had them play it a couple times. I got you. Just because I think the person that the DJ at the time, he was from St. Louis. So he knew already of him, but he was like, yeah, I hadn't really heard about like this right here. I'm like, play this right here. This is right. they ass live. Yep. But that uh, Master P, that in the hood, like that shit, I be in the hood like Master P. Everybody resonated with that. You know what, bro? <clears throat> now I think about it, since we're talking about Dope Dealer 1 and 2, let's just review both of them. I mean, we can. Episode. I mean, we're just talking about, I mean, because we're all just, we're just so hyped talking about this dude right now. Like, yeah. We, like, we might as well talk about both albums. Fuck because it. my favorite <laughs> skit was the one where his homie was like, I'm gonna take the chick back to your crib, you know. Got my mom <laughs> yeah, staying yeah, with me. Yeah, I don't want to think I'm staying with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> that shit had me dying. Or then when they was in the uh, Chinaman, and they was new. I'm got a clue with the uh, chick behind the counter, right? Talking about some uh, black cherry vest. Like how much you got, Debbie? Uh, said what? What you say? You know what? Oh my god! And then, then they talking about going to the strip club. What did dude say? Bro, man, I, I I I know what you're saying, man. But man, but uh, Coke or was it Whoa Whoa? Well, that's actually one of my yeah. that's one of my top three favorite songs off Dope Dealer Suit because that hook, man, they work so well together, man. Vega Heartbreak and Indiana Rome. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's just amazing to me how you sweetest know, thing with him and Brian Stewart. You you know what I noticed too about his features is like he keeps he keeps a circle of features small. Yeah. Like which which in this for him and that's really a smart thing to do if you think about it because if you kind of go out of your way and collab with a whole bunch of artists that have like different styles than you do, I feel like it's not going to make not I'm not going to say every artist but a certain artist quality of the music kind of going downhill a little bit. Like I feel like with Indiana Rome like his production has to fit his, you know, his featured artist, in a way. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's like you. He stays close to. Um, he he's using what works for him and yeah. the people that I feel like he knows that he works well with. Um, Rolling right. with a uh, Vega Heartbreak was nice. Whoa, whoa, um, jealous ass bitch. Then my that's the my like favorites off that album, and then uh. Mm-hmm. What is that song? I bro, Sweetest thing, bro. He had Teresa. He had Teresa Payne and Teresa Janae so much on. Yeah, he picks some really good singers to like fill in that soulful. Yeah, soulfulness to embody that. Uh, you know the whole style of that song. So I feel like he does well with picking features when he needs to. But you know, features with him, like I say, man, my, the coldest shit I be hearing though mm-hmm. is when him and Tell Poe yeah. stepping them motherfucker together because they yeah. be coming with that shit that. Uh, seen it yet? And yep. I wish he had did a verse to Bullet though mm. by Tempo because that's my favorite like Tempo, Tempo song. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Like that's my favorite joint by him. Uh, 
and like I said, I'm, I'm always gonna stop it while I'm talking. I'm still like getting super duper familiar with a lot of St. Louis artists, man. Like, yeah, I've only mainly kept up with Indiana Rome because I really enjoy his music. But yeah, I know people that that are artists here in the city. I know people that are kind of nationally known in their artists from this city. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty Deep Grammy. Uh, who else? Well, yeah, they locked down right now. So the Fifty Five Boys, you know, uh, we'll have and Chisel, but uh, all them people, you know, I, I'm familiar with them and them guys. Yeah. Um, L.A. Foes, you know, stuff like that. Like I, I tap in with the street music. I'm a little kid. I'm not gonna lie. But you know, uh, but you know, I'm all. But I don't listen to high, what they call high speed music. Right, right. I don't really listen to that all the time. But you know what though, man? Like <clears throat> with Indiana Rome's music, right? I feel like it's for everybody. It, it literally is. Yeah, I feel like if you going through like a struggle, mm-hmm. hey, play motivation, bro. Play that um locomotive. That yeah. that let go and let God. That LGLG. That those two tracks was. Uh, I remember it was a little rough period of time, but I was just playing them shits back to back. Man, let's go back. I want to go back to that song "Grow Up," man, because that song really caught me off guard, especially "Grow Up." Grow Up. Grow Up. Okay, grow, up. Grow, up. Grow, grow Up. Yeah. Man, shout out to uh, like I said, man. Again, shout out to Teresa Payne on that because what you want to be when you grow up—that's that. Yeah, it's like that, 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 that brother. You know, it's gonna sound kind of funny, but it was like I was like in my own fantasy land, like just kind of picturing myself in that situation, right? Because you know, I think he talked about what his dreams were, like how he wanted to succeed, mm-hmm. basically on that song. And it's like, man, you know, you gotta, you know, he really—I felt like he. Especially where he's at now, like especially moving to Atlanta, I think he achieved some of those goals. You know, that's something yeah. I got. That, that's something I got to ask him. When I, uh, but like, I mean, he's making it. I mean, to be honest, like like you said, moving to Atlanta was a really smart move because I feel like he's making it. Yeah, I mean, granted, like I say, I, we 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 both definitely love our city. Don't get me wrong. Right. When I say things like what I'm about to say, I just know for a fact, for artists, it's in my opinion, it's better when you are working outside of your city, even if you live in the city. Right. But if you travel to work and do networking outside of St. Louis City, mm-hmm. it's always better for you because, one, the DJs here, they don't really play a lot of St. Louis music. They only play what the radio, you know, you know, what radio is allowing them to play. And it's not totally their fault, totally their fault. But at the same time, it could have been a lot more love shown to a lot of St. Louis artists yeah. from the city, from like the DJs in the city, because it probably would have brought St. Louis up to be a bigger market for a lot of things. I feel like we totally miss out on shows, yeah. festivals, as far as being a location for these shows, because we don't have a lot of music support in the right. city for hip hop. I think most of, I think a lot of that comes from marketing too and, yeah, and marketing. promote and promotion for sure yeah definitely definitely kind of like what you mentioned um, when we first started doing this yeah it's just um i mean honestly like i know we have our own annual festival but i feel like if we had our own festival of, like just st louis artists who actually care about their craft i think we as i say we'd be better off I mean, yeah. Like, you, like what I'm saying, like, because you know how, like, Chicago, they have uh, La Palooza and, like, um, what is it? I think Coachella's in... Is in California. Ten- is it California? Yeah. Okay. And there was a festival, was it Rolling Loud? 
wrote a lot. Yeah, they travel everywhere though, except for St. Louis. But what I'm saying though is like oh, yeah. those festivals, like each city, like they promote it like so well yeah, that like Bay that's why Vegas. That's why they it's so successful. But like here, it's like we need to, you know, since St. Louis has a, since the music has a mix of like West Coast hip hop and like Southern hip hop. Since yeah. we're like in the middle of America and we have like a mixture of all those things, I feel like we need to have our own festival, you know, of that content because, and I feel like if we had that with like Indiana Rome and like Tefpo and like T-Dubbo and like all these other artists who are top tier, I honestly think we'd be better off in my personal opinion. And like if we did like that like annually with, like I said, marketing and successful promoting, I think honestly we'd be, we'd be out of here. Yeah, man, uh, we would definitely be a little bit further along. Um, that's what I was thinking earlier when I was talking to my cousin on the phone and he was talking about the shows. And I was like, at one point, you know, you seen Lil Wayne and Gucci Man and yeah. Jeezy and Boosie and all those people yeah. who were big in hip hop and rap at the same at that time. They were coming to St. Louis at one point. But you don't see that no more. I think like the last biggest concert we probably, our last biggest artist that's relevant to me, really coming to the city. Not city. Um, I mean, was this past that tour that uh, it, you know, it was it was the NY State of Mind tour. Yeah, New York State with, uh, tour. New York State of Mind tour yeah. with Nas and Wu Tang and Busta Rhymes. That was big. That, but before that was J Cole at the pageant. Which I feel like we miss out on like those type of artists a lot. That didn't make sense to me because I think that same weekend I think Chance the Rapper performed at the Enterprise Center. Yeah. Which to me that didn't make sense. I think it should have been the other way around, honestly. If you like Chance the Rapper and you listen to this podcast, stop listening to this podcast. I don't like Chance the Rapper. Just letting you know that now. It's not that I don't like his music all the time. I I, I got a personal beef with him, okay? He don't know it, but I know it. And that's the only thing that matters. But back to the room. Um, yeah, man. This is he's definitely somebody though that I, I listen to as a uh, and I, I kind of define and hold up there as a a hidden gem in the city. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. It was uh, it's, oh, a, it's a gang of fucking songs out there that he has that I just randomly listen to. I want to talk about his merch It'd for a second. Like every goddamn day, but if we talking about the merch, yeah, my boy, them them, he's hockey on, jerseys. He's on point with his merch, bro. Them motherfuckers just be fire. Yeah, I remember I seen somebody wearing one. I think I think I've seen him wear one too. But I seen somebody that had one on one time, mm-hmm. and I I didn't ask him where they got it from. I, I figured they was either close to him or something. Yeah, or they just probably went to a link that he put out there, and I went back home that night, and I had hit him up on Instagram. I was like, "Hey, where can I get a uh, dope dealer's hoodie and a hoodie and a uh, hockey jersey?" I didn't expect them to respond at all. I really wasn't tripping off of it either. I was, I thought like, he had somebody to respond, maybe somebody yeah. like team or whatever respond uh, through a different post, and then I looked like twenty minutes later on my phone. He's like, "Yeah, bro, you can uh, get him." They coming back out this winter. I was like, "Oh shit, man! Let me let me get the link to that so I can uh, so I can get that." Yeah. Uh, I think the bomber jacket he had on one time at a show. I don't know if that's like a piece. 
if he sells or not. But if he does, though, with that big ass dope dealer symbol on the back, yeah, I need that or a hat or scully or something. Bro, those hats that he be making, no t-shirts too, man. Like, I definitely walk around with a DLRS shirt on. Facts, me too. Because that shit, that that, that he, yeah. His words just that great to me. It's like uh, I'm, I, when I, like I said, when I really started listening to him, I didn't understand how he wasn't farther along than St. Louis at the time. I'm thinking like it was like an immediate vibe once he. Was yeah, it's like I, it's like damn, I'm really he relatable as fuck. Like he, right, I'm like wait a minute, I, I've, I've been through this before. I, I, what he talking about? Like where? Why the fuck ain't he that far along? But I mean, you know, the journey is the journey is a journey, and everybody's journey is different. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the I feel like though in the next three to five years, I am gonna see that man on like a big ass stage somewhere mm-hmm. next to these artists. Yep. Even that hovering above these artists that we listen to on the daily, daily. I feel like the same thing for a lot of St. Louis artists that's really known. Um You know who I can see him collab with too, man, and this is kind of another he reminds me of Fabulous a little bit. Because Fabulous That's that super fly part. Yeah, like Fabulous, like Indiana Rome has all those songs about the ladies. Fabulous has a bunch of songs about the ladies. Yeah. You know, you, you got some street songs, you got motivational songs. He kind of reminds me of Fabulous in that sense. Yeah, I can see where the Fabulous uh Now, if those two collabed. That'd be dope. That'd yeah. be cool to see. Shit. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what else we can do to like push that shit out there. But if you are a local artist and you catch the wind of this podcast, mm-hmm. hey, you ain't got to send me no free merch. You ain't got to do none of that. Just send me your music, bro. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely keep pushing that shit. Just keep pushing and pushing it. Especially now that I'm launching this YouTube channel shit. So Bobby, he popping on Twitter right now. Like, Bobby mm-hmm. is known on Twitter, y'all. You've been, uh, you've been getting some followers too, man. A little bit, but I'm still in like the 200s. And then again, I don't use Twitter for nothing else than like ran- I didn't use it for nothing other than random ass thoughts. Yeah, and I had I was off Twitter for like a five year period, so I didn't mm-hmm. really get back into it. I thought Twitter was gonna disappear this past week because they was like it's gonna shut it down because I didn't know the workers gonna strike or something. They quit. I don't know. I think something <clears> crazy happened. I don't remember specifics. Elon Musk ass man, just keep making cars and shooting rockets in the air. <laughs> God damn. Speaking of rockets, man, R.I.P. to the Rocket Man, man, the last Rocket Man takeoff, man. Yeah, for sure, man. That 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 shit sucks, but yeah. R.I.P. him, man. Um, man, Indiana Rome can honestly pull off any song with any artist, though, for real. True, that that shows in his versatility. That, yeah, that, that's 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 exactly what I meant mm-hmm. by like he pairs well with a lot. If I was thinking of a feature that I would want to place him in. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would pair well with that person. Yeah. And it'll go. It'll it'll be an instant fucking hit. I feel like your number Except one Except Chance the Rapper. I feel I feel like your number one pick though would be Big Crit, wouldn't it? Low key, Big Crit. Yeah. I like just because I would want to hear them two together. I would want to hear him rap with Sayari. Ooh. I think him and Sayari would be nice. That'd be that'd tough. be a nice combination. Yeah. Because you got Sayari who I feel like now listening to um uh, what was it? Shadow in the Shade yes, first 1 and 2. Yeah. I'm kind of seeing that he wasn't just fully a singing type of guy. Mm-hmm. And listening to some songs, I'm like, well, like, okay, that song off of uh, 
Shadow in the Shade Part One. I'm guessing uh, the one uh, I playing with him and Crick. Yeah, I can picture a Indiana Rome verse somewhere in there. Right, I can definitely picture that. Uh, what what song was that? Uh, what album was that that Crick came out with? That had um, was it um, shit? It's the you're not talking about the one that just came out this year, right? <clears throat> no, I got it on final. Yeah. Oh, oh, Forever is a Mighty Long Time? Forever is a Mighty Long yeah, Time. Okay. It was a couple yeah, songs yeah. of time when I was listening to it. I was like, yeah, I can picture him on this shit. I just feel like they would complement each other like tremendously. So, you know, I can see things like a J. Cole feature. Yeah. Something like that. Hell, even a more Ray feature. I can see that. Yeah. He's like I feel like storytellers would really fit well with him. I feel like he's a great storyteller. Him and Benny the Butcher would be tough. That'd be dope too. Yeah. That'd be dope to hear. Hell yeah. Oh, I listen to Griselda in a minute though. I ain't even front. Twelve twelve packed the mini vent. SpongeBob SquarePants. That was retarded. I remember I sent you that video. Yeah, you did. I remember back, that. Like, I was yeah. dying. Porous is he? I was, I was like, why the hell is Westside Gun the easiest person to imitate? I don't know why, but that nigga is hilarious. He's unique though. He's unique in his own way. Yeah, for sure. Um, Let me ask you this, man. How did you? What are the top three qualities that you enjoy when it comes to listening to Indian Rome? Like, what are the top three? I think I mentioned them earlier, man. Um, versatility. Yeah, for sure. Wordplay. Mm-hmm. And stories, his, his ability to storytell. Story yeah, I feel like if you can paint, if you can make like the way my brain works, like I, and I always say this shit like jokingly, but I do have ADHD. But I feel like if you can stop me for a second and grab my attention uh, long enough for me to paint a picture, yeah, to what you're saying as I'm doing anything else, mm-hmm. I'm definitely tuned in and locked in at that point. And I feel like uh, yeah. definitely with the second. Uh, Album Dope Builders Two that that definitely did a lot of that. Uh, the switch up from I think like I don't know which song comes first. I think Master P comes after Grow Up. No, I think Grow Up actually it comes. This is the other way around. No, so yeah, so it goes Master P then Sweetest Thing, Sweetest Thing, yeah, and then Grow Up and then Grow Up, yeah. But see, it went Master P, Sweetest Thing, and then Sweetest Thing is like a love ballad type joint, mm-hmm. and then you got. Grow up, which is like a relatable, real life, impactful song. It just, it's just like um, when I think about uh, if you think about Pac, he was a cool storyteller to a degree. Yeah, definitely. And if you think about Biggie, he was a cool storyteller. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally the song. I got a story to tell. Yep. He was talking about fucking old dude wife from the Nets. Not the Nets, the uh, Knicks. Storytellers. Yep. Like, you gotta have a special talent. I don't feel Kendrick's like it's a, like a necessary storyteller, but the theatrics in his albums yeah. build out, always build out for a story. Mm-hmm. But, wrong. It's a story and everything. Like if you, li- like, I don't feel like any man can really turn on Master P and not think of instantly being draped out in jewels and shit. Right. Fly ass Cadillac, bad chick, money. 
all that. It just made me picture a lot of that. Right. And then that's kind of how the video was. I was like, oh, shit. All right. Um, I really want to know what his thought process is when it comes to producing yeah. these tracks, man. Because it's not... It's just... It's just it's just something different, like that I don't hear, like that I don't hear often nowadays. Yeah, we don't, you know, you don't really get this level of uh, awesome genius from. Oh, we, you don't really see it a lot, yeah, man. Definitely. I feel like you don't really see it a lot in uh, music today. Um, everybody has their own way of going about it, but. Mm-hmm. It's just those people that you catch sometimes that you can tell like they're just doing it right. Right. It feel right. It sound right. It's like they're just doing something that nobody else does. And I definitely believe he's an outlier mm-hmm. in this game and will pretend will continue to be. Um, him and Smino could collab. That'd be tough. And that'll be that'll be dope as hell. You've heard. Him I wish Smino would rap more. Yeah. Instead of being all melodic and singy all the time, but I love Smino music no matter what he put out, so whatever. I ain't gonna say that. He put out one song I didn't like. Yeah. You know, have you him and him and uh, T Dabo collab? It gets it gets crazy. What song are you on together? They were on a few songs together, man. They were on let me see what I got here. I might go back a little bit. Like I think the one of the first times I've actually heard them that I've heard them collab on together. Uh, let me see. I'm sorry. My phone is just loading up pretty slow, but I should be on here in a second. There was, um, I know on The Drop, which was T-Double's first album, they were on a song together called Ultraverse. Mm, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, you're going to check that out. And also, I think he was on Don't Stop at Lights, if I remember correctly. I feel like that's what I was just about to say. I feel like I heard them on the song together. I just can't think of where I heard it. And I don't know if it was that album. I ain't going to sound stupid. So No, I got you. Um, man, I'm trying to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, fact check that one. because I don't remember what I heard, but I feel like I've heard them two rap together before. Let me see, man. I'm going to find out. I know Tev Post was on that. Give me a few minutes. What was it? Murder, Murder Drunk? Murder Drunk was tough. Yeah, with him and Tev Post. I, yeah. I don't think I know he wrong with him that, but man, um I really wanna know who his influences really are. That's a good that question. That would be one of my top questions. Like who influenced him the most? Because you know what? I say Pimp C and Crit in them, but I get a bit of like young Jay Z mm. in there. It's yes. a bit of young Jay Z okay. somewhere beat through the heart in there, and you can feel it. Yeah, but it's in certain songs you were really catching. I'm like, damn, it's like some whole shit, just younger hoe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it, it sounds good, and I'm like, all right, I mean, like I said, I, I catch a lot of different tunes and uh, sounds in his uh, in his music. I just be wondering who really influenced them, right? Like that's one of the questions I would ask him. Um, you know what, bro? I don't think he was on. Um, I'm actually looking back. Sorry, I mean, cut you off. I'm looking back at his catalog. Yeah. And I don't think he was on "Don't Stop the Lights." I could be wrong, but he was on a song called "Major." With uh, with T Dubbo, Bodine, and Tough Poe. All four of them, I think, actually were on that same song. Maybe that's the song on, on Bruce song. on Bruce versus Bang Two. 
That's what it was. Because I remember was. she kept okay. telling me about Bruce versus yeah. Bane. And I went yeah. back and I had played it one time. I was just sitting in the crib and I played it. And it was that song. It's that song. Yeah, bro. That I was, just, man, all four of them. We have all four top tier artists from St. Louis doing that shit. It's come crazy, on, come on, bro. You can't tell me. You can't get any crazier than that. And I really, it's crazy. I found all found about found out about all of it at the same damn time. Yeah, I didn't. I knew Tev Poe's name, but I didn't right. know he was from St. Louis until I read an article, and then you told me. Right. And then we went to a show, mm-hmm. and that nigga was there, and I was like, "Oh, he really is from St. Louis." Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's crazy. I might play that song again. Bro, I'm, I might actually play that on my way home. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. Um, I ain't finna hold with you all night because it is. No, you're good, brother. Like, about to be one in the damn morning. I just wanna say a couple of things, man. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Like, if you wanna support St. Louis hip hop, you gotta listen to this dude. Flat out. Yeah, yeah. You say you St. Louis, you so St. Louis. Even you, you got the you got the Cardinals tattooed on your arm, the whole logo, or you probably got a so St. Louis tattoo. Yeah. If you so St. Louis, and you ain't soupin', mm-hmm. and you say chump, shit, goddamn me. And you you use them ers on any of your words. You heard me. You heard me. You heard me. Do you hear me? Uh, Here you go, going you, off again. <laughs> this is how I know the cough medicine be getting to me. I don't sit lean or nothing. Like, literally, kids don't ever do drugs. They suck. Uh, I think it was that sparkling drink you just had before we... Nah, that just made me burp a lot. But, <laughs> um, you can't say you still St. Louis if, you ain't, if you're not listening to this guy. Yeah, man. He's got to be in your rotation somewhere. You probably early in the morning when you find up that 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 morning doobie. Mm-hmm. You about to head on in, go in, clock in. You need to start playing them. Start with locomotive or something. You start right. with the, the dope dealers one or two. I don't care where you start. Just start. Hey, you can play wavy. I mean, I just I rather you play wavy because wavy give me amp sometimes. Sometimes I'd be like, I need something to go to. For to go to treadmill today, let me just play something right. <laughs> You know, what I, you know what I just thought of too, bro? Like, I could see Indiana Rome doing a song with 50 Cent. Really? I can, actually. Like, I actually am visualizing right now some songs off of Get Richard I Tryin' that he could probably be on. Like, songs like 21 Questions. I mean, I could have heard a verse off of 21 Questions. Yeah. I can hear, uh, I can actually not hear some verses. No, nah, definitely not many, man. That'd be kind of funny. To hear. That's not hating, by the way. That's just that's, yeah, I, yeah. That'd be funny though. I would want to hear how it sounds still. Yeah, but I could hear him uh, on some songs off of Get Richard I Trying, to be honest. Yeah, that would be interesting to hear him on that uh, twenty one. Uh, twenty one questions. That's actually the first song that came to my mind. When I, was I just have a song in my head that I said I would have liked. International's player anthem. I want to hear him do a verse to that if he hasn't done it already. I would want to hear that. I would really want him, Tev Poe, maybe St. O. And uh, I don't know who else. 
I don't know who else from the city I would want to hear him in, but I would definitely want to hear him definitely do a verse over uh, International Clarity and go by Outkast, UGK. That'd be tough. You know what I'm saying? That, that'd be nice. That'd be some fire. What about, Put uh, me in the video. What about Tito Bo? I can see Dub probably sliding yeah. through on there too. Yeah. You can, y'all can see, you always gotta have like the. Uh, you gotta have a mix of just a little bit of everything. Mix everything. Yeah. Like, I just feel like if you can really rip that beat though, it's, it's, it's some cold shit. I know, yeah. I, so I've heard Crit do it mm-hmm. a while ago. I've heard uh, Toby Nuigwe do it. And he did nice. Um, I've heard quite a few people do it. Yeah. And they did it really, they, 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 they did it justice. So, yeah, if I could get that somehow, LA, I blast it all day. And, um, oh, there's just so much, like I said, man, numerous times, there's just so much this dude can do that not too many artists, even in the industry, can pull off. I would just say that, man, Indiana Rome, this, this is my last piece of information, I guess I'm going to say before we wrap out of here. Yeah. But, man, my, my message to him, bro, is, bro, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. You know, we want you on here. Man, you're you're the truth, bro. Like, that for real. Definitely keep going. Definitely always put on for the city, man. Um, just keep on rising, dude, because I mean, I be getting mad sometimes. I'm, when I first really started listening to him, I used to be mad when I would go out of town. I'd be like, Shit over there. How the hell y'all don't know about this that's blasting in my AirPods right now? Mm-hmm. That's valid. This right here. I need you to play that over there. And I, like I said, man, I just remember going through the South and I would go back to the South sometimes. Uh, 2014, yeah. 2015, 2016. And just be like, bro, I need I need y'all to play this at a party. Mm-hmm. Frats would start throwing a house party or something. You might have to keep doing that, bro. Together. And I was like, bro, we gotta play this. And everybody was like, bro, where do you find this music? Like shit, yeah, right here yeah. on SoundCloud. You, you go here, go keep, Spotify. It's there, bro. Keep doing that, like wherever. I you do want. that with a lot of artists. Like yeah. now, I'm shit. Now that I don't really caught on to T W. That's probably gonna be the person I'll be doing it to next. Yeah, but like shit, just play this, bro. Just play that. Yeah, man. Indiana Rome, as you probably already know, we're you're in our top five. Top five, top five, top five, top five. Like you need to be. It's just a shame how underrated you are. If family. you get a Drake feature, I would actually like to see that. That would be crazy. I, not I, because it's just Drake and they be. Oh, I mean, if any girl in love with Drake, knock Drake out. But anyway, uh, Bobby just looked at me like, "Why you just say that? That man gonna sue us before we even get started." I ain't even worried. I got a surefire plan to get us out of any oh, trouble. Lord. I may get us in. In the future, because at some point, like Kanye said, I'm going to say something one day, and that's going to be a big reaction. Yeah. One day, I'm going to say something. Hopefully, you'll have the answers too. And a lot of people, like, well, Sway had the answers. Yeah. Right, we meet Sway, and I'm just going to be like, Sway, what's the answers? Oh, speaking of Sway, it's man, Indian Rome needs to be on Sway. If T.W. can get on Sway, Indian Rome can get on Sway. Yeah, that'll definitely, uh, Set them up a little bit more too. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's they really have a large audience. Mm-hmm. 
I can feel like I also can see a Simba in Indiana Rose song. I think that'll slap. Yep. Simba in Indiana Rose, that'll be that'll be tough. I would say, man, first song, if a if a random person came up to me right now just saying, Hey, you know, who's an artist I need to listen to from your city, I would say de- I would definitely recommend Indiana Rome. What that that would be one of my first picks, but the first song I'd recommend from Indiana Rome would be Master P, kinda like what I did to you. Yeah. Yeah. My first song would be Yelling Fan Bitch. Nah, it wouldn't be that. It'll more than likely be uh like I said, I keep saying locomotive. Mm-hmm. Locomotive. Yeah, listen okay. to Locomotive and then go listen yeah. to Sweetest Thing and mm-hmm. then Whoa Whoa. Yeah. J A B, you know, Jealous Ass Bitch Jab. Uh, <laughs> that's how you put it on the album. It just say J A B. Yeah. It's just, and that's jab. how it was the song that yeah. I was looking for when I was playing and my ex was in the car and she was like, What you finna play? I got her hooked to she played in the inner room all the damn time. For real? Chelsea played in the inner room all the damn that's time. That's crazy. She called me and be like, you know Rome got another song out. Bro, his flows. His flow, <laughs> bro, his flow switch on that song too. Yeah. That was flawless. Yeah, he did that shit effortlessly. I was like, yeah. I just butchered that word after he said it. But man. So like, I almost said something in Arabic, but I'm not going to say my new favorite foul word. No, nah, please don't. I'm not gonna just say, say it off the air, bro. Don't say that, it. That was almost one of the moments yeah. that I was just referring to. We'll keep that in the vault, though. Yeah, that's probably the best thing to do. We're just going to keep that out because Bobby will turn red in the face, if not white. We are I'll turn more sandy. Stuff. That's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Or he'll just spill out and, like a sand out of an hourglass because he says he's a sand. You know what? Uh, <laughs> but, man, any uh, any last words you got for the interim before we wrap out of here? Shout out to all the dope dealers. Facts. That's uh, this episode, dope dealer. Yeah, dope dealer. Shout out to the dope dealers. Shout out to mm-hmm. the hope dealers. Fuck you, broke nigga. Uh, nah, but um, when it comes to any in the room, bro, if you know, you know. If you don't, you broke. And that's really all I got to say on this because yeah. I'm either going to go to sleep mm-hmm. before I save this episode tonight or I'm going to play the game. I don't know which one I'm going to do because I'm off to Bobby, you can go ahead and out this, you know, say what you got to say, man. You know, give me your handles. Yep, you already know what it is, man. Um, it's your boy Bobby, a.k.a. Mr. 511. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at Bobby underscore 0511. Yeah, give them your handles too, bro. Um, y'all can follow me. I'd be so tempted to say my Facebook because I was like, wait a minute. Hell no. Twitter. At Mahogany Mayhem. Just type in Northside McLovin. And I'll be right there. You'll see the Hustle City Podcast logo. And that's the page. Um, Instagram, uh, 314 underscore Yogi. I'm there all day, every day. That's what's up. So, y'all stay blessed. You can stay woke. Just don't be so woke that you start fighting sleep, okay? I'm getting sick of you woke soldiers. Just stay aware, stay dangerous.